0: Welcome to The Essentials, I'm Rob Swinar. Today I have in some uh, a friend of mine that recently came out as a cross-dresser, and this is somebody that I would say is a man's man, and extremely funny, um, is straight, and we... Developed a pretty good friendship, and at least to the point where he felt comfortable enough to tell me about um, the cross-dressing. So, welcome. Thank you. The reason why I wanted to have him on was uh, with with all these podcasts, basically, is to have is to tell you know a, the human side of people's stories, and uh, this is something that isn't normally um, accessible to people. So. Uh, this is why I had you on. So uh, I guess what we should do is just go right to this, to the, the beginning. When did this become something that you felt like you needed to do? Uh,
1: it's, it's not nothing I ever felt like I needed to do. It's just kind of I always felt the inclination towards it, like even in childhood. And it just kind of was something that always stayed with me throughout my life.
0: And what was the draw?
1: I, I honestly, that's a hard question to answer. It's just it, it just felt right. It uh, doing that kind of thing or whatever kind of just made me feel better or more whole as a person. Uh,
0: uh, okay. So and then how, like, how did you, how did you, what was your earliest uh, memory of of uh, how, like. What is your first memory, basically, that you can think of that that gave you that that sense of uh, being complete, I guess?
1: I remember as, well, the first time I can remember doing it as little, like, and I remember being in a laundry room and saw a pair of, like, nylons there or whatever and just was curious as to, like, what that would feel like or whatever, right, and it just felt right. And then over the years or whatever, it just... It's, it's kind of weird because your your conscious mind is saying you know like what you doing you know like this ain't right this is wrong or you're a fag or something like that and uh but your subconscious mind just
0: wants you to explore that or try it over right? and it just it feels right so um, weird how old were you figure when
1: I first started yeah would have been six
0: six seven, yeah now, is it something that you, like, did on your own, or did, did you have, yeah, like, always, a girlf- little girlfriend over or something like no, that? it, I always, and, it was you always you
1: private. If anybody ever found out, I, it would have been the end of the world. Like, I would have killed myself, or I would have disappeared. Like, it was just, it was extremely uh, shameful. It was something that I denied to myself, even though I actually did till a couple of years ago. Like, I wouldn't even, I couldn't even admit to myself that I was a cross-dresser a couple
0: of years ago. Yeah. How did um so as a so as a child you 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 had this attraction um you indulged, I would assume uh, privately constantly. How did that affect you when you became like a teenager and you know dealing with the normal craziness of of hormones and 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 all cuz you're you're straight too. Yeah. So you're attracted to females, but you have have that part of you that you gotta hide, or did you hide it like how did you definitely,
1: do it definitely uh, hid it uh, nobody ever knew nobody even if they met me would never suspect like uh, it was a very private personal thing uh, but I just felt this strong desire to explore that and do it and and I try as more like an appreciation of the woman form. And, and weirdly, it was like trying to make myself appear as feminine as possible. And the better I could do that, like the, the bigger the reward, like it wasn't, like it's different for so many crossbusters. I learned like some people, it's just a fetish and it's a sex thing. Some people, they, they feel they're a woman trapped in a man's body and cope the full deal. Uh, for me, I'm just—it was just—it's just, it's just a, another part of me, but given given the world and the stigma and, and all that kind of thing, because if you if I would have done that or whatever, like and let people know or whatever as a child, I would have been beat up daily. I would have maybe been disowned by my parents. Who knows? Like, yeah, uh, you know, it's a it's a scary thing to as a man or whatever to, to let anybody know because you're essentially giving up your man part. You're saying, you know, it, it's kind of hard to look at a, a man as a man if they do that. And I've had that in relationships too, where, because uh, I usually let everybody know. And, uh, and there's been some situations where the women have said, yeah, you know, they, they can't get past that, even if they've never seen it. Just uh, the idea that I do that, you know.
0: Yeah, I can imagine that would be, but
1: I a bit, understand it. I get yeah,
0: it. how did? Do you? How was your like? How was your upbringing? Like, is there anything that triggered it, or like, do you, or do you even know like? It's,
1: it's something I've looked inside about a lot. Like, why am I like this, or whatever? Why do I do it? And I, it's everything's a guess. Like, I, I grew up. Uh, my dad was. Uh, He's a man's man and, uh, you know, ex-military and all that and tough, tough boys don't cry, Freaking, you know, you get hurt, you get up and pressure off, and carry on. And uh, that is how I am. But, like, uh, with that with that, uh, general male socialization or whatever, it's like that's how you are. You know, you don't, uh, you got to be tough at all times, you can't be weak being sensitive or feminine is seen as weak so you're less of a man if you're like that so uh i think by being i thought maybe by being uh, pushed so hard to be uh, a hardcore man's man as i was maybe that might have made the need for it i don't know i've read uh, some studies too on brain development in uh, cross-dressers and transgendered and the brain is actually different in like a regular straight dude and a cross-dresser and a transgender person there's a difference in the brain
0: and maybe that's part of it too like it's just uh I don't know dear mom how was the relationship with her
1: awesome yeah. because uh typical uh old school marriage like the dad was the top dog and the rule maker and mom was the nurturer and the, the love came from her. Dad didn't uh, get hugs or anything like that. He's a tough, tough dude, and mom gave all the, the affection.
0: The first relationship that you ended up having that was like a serious relationship that um, that you decided that you were comfortable enough to actually come out. That must how how how'd that go? <laughs> it must it was, have been bloody scary.
1: It, yeah, it was tricky as hell, and. Uh, I was with her a long time, and she was really cool. Uh, we're friends to this day, and uh, she just thought it was neat or interesting or whatever, and uh, it didn't bother her at all. But she wasn't really a huge fan either, and uh, but she was cool with it, and, and she did see me dressed, you know, and stuff like that, and and that uh, was the first person to uh, ever see me that way, and and uh, so.
0: was that? like liberating it was a freak like it, it a was free uh, yeah,
1: it was like uh, it, it definitely uh, helped me a lot it, it, it made me feel like not such a freak maybe a little more normal a little more acceptable in society like that's how I felt about it that's why it was so hard to for me to actually accept that I was like that because I did feel like a, an outcaster freak, or like I wouldn't belong in the real world if anybody knew
0: how did how did that like, take me through the process of of your thoughts when, because it sounds like you probably fought it quite a bit as far as the urge goes. So how how does how do you know like what are you doing in um, what are you doing in life or what have you and and then basically having this thought that I, I this urge and, and take me through the process of. 'Cause it's not something that you're doing all the time. So it mu- you must get compelled to um, do it. And so just to kinda of explain that.
1: what I've found is usually uh it comes at times of heavy stress and stuff like that. The urge is more more there. Um and then also besides having the urge sometimes it's just nice to do you know, it's like a relaxed I feel relaxed and and good when I'm that way. And one thing I read a lot about too is people like me or whatever they go there's a shame a huge shame associated with it and uh so many people like me and i've done it you go through a, a endless uh binges and purges like you you kind of build up a collection of clothes or whatever and then you feel guilty and ashamed and you throw it all out and you're never going to do it again and then and time passes and it's part of you and so that you build up your collection again and then you throw it away and I've done that so many times and like since I've got good with it uh, I don't see it ever changing or anything I don't I don't see me becoming more out with it or or anything like that like it it's going to stay the way it is pretty much but uh, I just feel better about it Do you
0: think it's it's um, like in a way it's just shedding the burden of being a man like and and a lot of people, like especially, like women. They women have a lot of stresses in society, and um, without a doubt, I mean, um, they're you know they're oppressed. But men also have a, a level of burden uh, of you know we have to be the breadwinners. We have to you know take care of family. We have to go out there and take the dangerous jobs. We have to do uh, you know a lot of things that are are are. are are hard and uh you know the the mentality for most of us is uh, we just suck it up and, and do it um but do you think in do you do you think by allowing yourself the feminine feminine side that you're in during a stress time that that it could be because you're you're trying to to shed it feels good to basically shed that that shit yeah yeah <laughs> you know no, that's a
1: that's a good thought like I, yeah, i'd have to agree with that for sure um yeah I, I see it like i used to see it as a weakness and uh something i needed to change and now i see it as more of a strength because in those times or whatever it, it does give me a lot of strength it recharges me it refreshes me and, and uh you know, and then I'm stronger and I can take on all the shit that I gotta take on.
0: And then, so, you go through like th- how long of a, like, how long of a process is it? Is it something that, like, you'll dress up for a night?
1: Uh, yeah, like, it could be just like that, like, it could be, be at home, chilling or whatever, and, and uh, it can be different levels, right? Because, like, you don't have to do the full-blown face and all that, that takes a lot of time, a lot of work. But, like, if you're just looking down at yourself and, you know, it's just closed, like, you, that's good enough until you hit a mirror. Then it's like, what the hell, you know. It's, like, that's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's was, it was creepy, too, I can imagine. But, uh, but yeah, and then, and then sometimes, uh, you know, you do the full process or whatever. And, and uh, it's, a, it's a lot of work because... Dudes to dudes and they, they learned <laughs> a a lot learned like shout skills.
0: out to the women out there. <laughs> learned a lot of
1: skills over the years with makeup and clothes <laughs> and what works and what doesn't and how to change all that into something passable or whatever and that's kinda of like the ultimate goal when you do it and you go for though is to be as passable as possible, as close to the the real thing as you can.
0: So it, it's almost like a like a thera- well it sounds like a therapy basically yeah, totally. some people like I take up photography and that's my therapy for you you feel uh, that 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 basically helps um, get you to a better place although the the downside with with it like you said is basic, is that you can you'll go through that you feel good and then you'll start going down again right
1: except for now that I have accepted that and got good with it there is no more shame there is no more guilt now it's only about uh, protecting people in my life that could be potentially harmed by the knowledge that I do this right so uh, and so I for that reason I'm not very out about it or whatever and I'm fine with that like you know yeah, what, and I, I like at the same time too like a, you know some people like me they'll go to a, a mall or something and, and stuff like that and for me i I, I think of like kids and stuff like that and it's probably confusing for them to see and I wouldn't want to do that. Even though it, it can be argued that maybe they should see that and, you know, to learn acceptance for people like that. But just for me personally, I, I just prefer to keep it private or whatever or to an adult group at least, you know.
0: Which is why we have the, your voice slightly altered. <laughs> yeah. Um, we were talking before, uh, um previous to the, the podcast, that... When you started to find, well, go through the process of of once you've you know you've accept accepted it and uh, you start finding out others do it. Tell me about the community, your thoughts of the community when you first went into it, and um, your experiences with you know with that growth.
1: Yeah, I uh, got out of that, a bad relationship and. Uh And I was trying to get stronger instead of, uh, because like in the past and other relationships, if things went bad, I would turn to negative ways to heal. And this time I decided to be positive, and I decided to uh, explore that side of me and and see, learn more about it and why I like it and how other people have coped with it and stuff. And so uh, there's a group in town here called Illusions, and it's more of like a social club for people like me and then you get varying degrees of people, like from a guy just wearing a, a friggin' wig and uh, it looks pretty creepy, and uh, and, then, and then to a the person that, like, you can't even tell that they're mad, you know. Like, uh, so, uh, one of the people at, at the group, uh, they had a degree in psychology and uh, it was actually just like me, a straight person, uh, had had relationships and stuff like that. and. You know, and the same issues that came up, and then and everything like that. So sort of, uh, we're actually kind of had so many other parallels. And sort I call her she because that's how I always used to see her. But uh, she was very helpful to me, and uh, kind of started helping me get better with it. And then I started, I started telling people as. Uh, you know, as I got more comfortable with it, and the people I trusted, and people like that were important in my life, and I felt like, you know, it was fair for them to know or whatever, you know, just to, you know, kind of let them into my world or whatever, right? And, uh, but, uh, it just started, the more people that knew that it seemed, the better I got with it, and, uh, that kind of thing, I
0: guess. But it would make sense. I mean, if a community knows who you are and accepts you, then that, that, it's got to be pretty freeing. Yeah. How did how, with your relationships? Um, obviously, you you said that uh, you've been able to, to tell some, and then others no, or you didn't have the comfort. Yeah. What do you? We kind of talked about this again previous to the podcast. Is there an age? Thing in regards to relationship, like the you know the women that are more open, um, it, 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 does age play a part in the acceptance?
1: Yeah, a huge part. Uh, from what I've found, like uh, it, honestly, fine, twenty seven seems to be the wall. I haven't found a woman over twenty seven yet that uh, is doesn't give two shits about it. Uh, and so many that are under that age, where they don't care at all. They they just see me as a person, and, and they're cool with it. And everybody I date now, I that's pretty much what I tell them like right off the hop about it, just to just in case, out of respect for them, if they start to get feelings or whatever, and then all of a sudden I mean, you drop that bomb on them or whatever, right? So, I just like to be open and honest. And,
0: and you're like you're close to f- to forty, right? Yeah. So. So you have they have, the younger are more open um but with that, and I'm sure that you're dealing with a maturity level, that's slightly different too and that must not be so easy to cope with <laughs> no it's
1: it's not it's like uh it's frustrating because um there are a lot of women interested in me, and it's like kind of like. I remember when I was younger, I was a little more shy and stuff like that, and I always wished I could be the guy who gets all the girls or whatever that kind of thing. Now that's kind of the situation, but there's the reality now that I'm good with this, and I, you know, if I pursue anything with like anybody, I, I feel obligated to tell them, you know, and uh, so there's that to it, and then it just kind of complicates things, because you, you put yourself out there, and it's a big, it's kind of a, hit when it's, you know, I kind of, but I get it, uh, but yeah, the, the, it's really hard to find somebody that, that fits into all that, and I did kind of find one person that got me the best with this out of everybody in my life, and, uh, and it, it changed everything for me, like, uh, even sexually, because sexually I was kind of always... In the middle I was like a little submissive, a little dominant it was always just right in that area, but then, after with this girl like I could go to extremes, I could go to extremely submissive and then hardcore alpha male, which I had never really been yet. and so like it kind of made me more of a man, you know what I mean like and so like that was really good like my sex life improved a hundred percent you know, and the, that just came with 100% acceptance, right? So, uh, so that, that was a, a really good thing to experience. And, uh, you know, it was hard to let it go, but it, it's the age difference where right? you can't, uh, you can't sustain a long-term relationship with that kind of age yeah, you, Maybe you can, you know, uh, lots of people do, but it, it's hard to find a person that, is that
0: mature at that age? Well, yeah, the stability issues yeah. of the of somebody that's youth or youthful, yeah. they're just yeah, they're learning and growing and, and going through it all, and it's all new, and it's a roller coaster ride. I I remember, <laughs> for sure. not from not necessary for myself, but from dating young younger women when I was younger. So, um, you were. Uh, so now, like we were talking and you were joking about using the Tinder app for, oh, yeah. <laughs> and you would put yourself on as both, um, like dressed up or just dressed no, up? No,
1: just just straight dude or whatever. Straight, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, if I've met anyone that anything would have worked with, I would have told them, but like, yeah, yeah no, it's, there's
0: no. Uh, Where well, you were saying no. that some of the replies um were pretty interesting and just almost. Crazy. Just
1: just for a regular straight dude, combos with these women, yeah, nothing was there. I was asked to be <laughs> a third in a relationship and, and stuff like that, and they didn't know anything about me, or, and I couldn't find any women my age, honestly. So,
0: so based perfect. on your straight look, because you're a good-looking guy, so based on your straight image on Tinder they were trying to hook you up with... A partner
1: with well no that there was, there was a lot of that but the, and then just the women <laughs> I found that that did seem okay it's just it just didn't it didn't work like right you, you could tell right off the bat this not gonna last at all like and it's it's great if you're gonna hook up and you know and fucking chuck I guess but like I'm not wired that way so I like I'm a relationship person so yeah one at a time
0: so yeah in that yeah painting a picture of of who you you're you're pretty normal in that sense it's not a sexual thing like it's not uh a dominating thing, you know um so when you when you started to reach out or started to find a community, how was that experience like because you would see men dressed up as women who are obvious men dressed up as women and which would look. Odd yep. for most people. Yeah, and, it does to me too. So, and then you had you had full on uh, conversions, mm-hmm. basically, where there's no way you could tell, right? Like, i I, when I was 18 years old, my I had a, my aunt took me. Thought it was she thought it was she was being funny. She took me to a gay bar. Didn't tell me or my cousin that was over from Hungary, and uh, I had no clue. I mean, I walked in <laughs> and the music was booming. I was like, it's a pretty good scene, right? And uh but something was odd and <laughs> <laughs> as I'm walking along and uh, I think her name was Glenda was in front and she turned around and as soon as she said it she said she turned around and she goes I think this is a gay bar and as soon as she said that, this big man in his, like, mid-50s <laughs> walked by in a full drag, basically, and I went, holy fuck. <laughs> it ended up being a great night, though. I mean, it was pretty... I, I was in shock most of the night and drank, and uh, was just kind of ob- observing the situation. And uh, But it was it was a fun night, all, all in all. But I remember that feeling. So I can imagine if... I can only—I don't even know if I can imagine what it would be like to dress up for the first time and go into a scene like that.
1: It was—it was actually pretty scary, you know, because yeah. uh, I used to go to illusions as a guy, you know, like because I was just that shy about it, right? Yeah. And then when I finally did go, it was—at first, it was scary as hell, and it was extremely liberating, you know. Like, accepted, nobody gives a shit, and uh, if anything, you're complimented and, you know, applauded for doing it, you know, like, and uh, so it's, it's kind of, is nice, but uh, one thing I've found, like, with people like me that do kind of go that far to go out in public once in a while or whatever, uh, that i found a small percentage are straight. And uh, I think most of them are, are gay or whatever. That's what
0: I was just going to ask. Did you ever get hit on? <laughs> but yeah, I've got hit on a
1: lot. It's kinda, you kind of get to see what it's like to be a girl in a way. And that like the guys trying to buy you drinks or trying to get with you and stuff. And and it's kind of awkward. Right? Cause it's just like, um, yeah, no, it's like uh, <laughs> barking up the wrong tree. But, you know, nice to meet you kind of thing. But, so it's interesting. But... but it's very, you do kind of get to experience a little bit of what women do go through and I feel for them, I guess, guys are pigs. But, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's definitely uncomfortable at times or but then you just learn to laugh with it and roll with it and and you know, I've never had a situation where anybody was overly aggressive or anything like that and if they were then it friggin, friggin <laughs> nailed them, you know. like. A funny thing did happen one time when I I've only went out a few times and uh, and I was I was leaving the place and uh, I had like this purse so it was like a backpack purse I had my shit in and good thing it was and I had I as walking by an alley on the way to my vehicle and a guy came and grabbed me tried grabbing my purse and two more guys came and I'm thinking in my head in the moment like just. Uh, ultimately you just feel like you're from your feet to your chest and you're just like, Jesus Christ, I'm dressed up like a chick, I'm getting fucking mugged, like what the fuck, like what, what if I get beat up here and I have to go to the hospital, and, like, so like I fought like my best fight, like I, I freaking one punched one guy, the the other guy beat the shit out of the third guy ran away, and I kept the purse and everything like that, and I uh, fighting in heels is fucking hard. And, uh, the, a like, video
0: would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah, like, but uh, I remember
1: thinking afterwards, like, this is the last time I park that far away or anything like that how I normally would as a dude? Fair enough, yeah. But just as a woman, you become a target, right? Yeah. And because you're in heels, you can't run, you know, you can't uh, anything. And I, I wonder how many women do get mugged and get their purse taken. Well,
0: that's, I mean... This is the one thing that keeps going, you know, like with the internet warriors and the the internet deniers and whatever, like with the equal rights of women. I mean, I don't know any dudes outside of yourself, maybe when you're dressed up as a woman that have to worry about a path home because something can happen to them. And they're raised with this idea that you got to be vigilant at all times and, and be careful. I, I never had to deal with that. And I've only
1: I've only gone out, uh, like, a handful of times. Yeah. And and it happened to me just in that little bit of, you know, out of five times I think I've gone out like that. And out of those five times I got mugged. Right.
0: You know. Yeah, which is horrible. Yeah. and I mean, Probably it was a, a really horrible experience, right? But... um so, you know, you go through the relationships and um, um, what about work? What about uh, best friends? Uh, you know, how have you had to tackle any issues in that way?
1: Work uh, will never know, just because just to keep my life simple and uncomplicated. Uh, and then also, I, I don't want anything interfering with anybody in my Family or anything like that, like I, I almost feel it'd be selfish for people, everybody to know because I'm, it affects too many people, right? So I try and just keep it to the really good people I know, like my friends and stuff like that. All my good friends, I haven't lost any. Nobody, yeah, I was just been, gonna ask you, nobody has been yeah. like that. Everybody's been solid and and uh supportive with anything, so I've been lucky there. I know of people where they've been disowned by families and they've lost friends and, you know, friends they've had for forever and stuff like that. I've been lucky that that hasn't happened to
0: me. Do you find, we were talking before um, about uh, depression and uh, suicide.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, do, do you still struggle with that part of it from that? Or it, is that something that you kind of got when,
1: when I wasn't When I wasn't good with it, it was very real. I was uh, I was suicidal. I was very depressed. Uh, I didn't fit in the world. I felt I I felt like it can the dressing owned me or controlled me. I didn't want to be like that. I wanted to change it. I wish there was some way I could rewire my brain or or something like that. And uh, and that struggle and like just not being so having that part of me was just so different from whoever, how everybody sees me and not being able to be that because if I am, then I'm going to be seen as less or not always, but like, you know, to the people who aren't supposed so to me or whatever and all that. And so it, it was really hard and there's a lot of times where I figured I was going to check out, you know, just the world wasn't a place for me kind of thing. And as I got better with it, like now, Now it doesn't, it doesn't play, it plays a little bit in that with the relationship thing. Like I I'm a romantic and I, ultimately I would love to, you know, live my life and live out my days and that kind of thing, but it's, it's a very almost harder, impossible future for me to have given that uh, it's hard to find somebody that can fit into all of that
0: so the struggle really right for the most part is the relationship aspect is trying to find somebody that uh, can accept you in that light and uh, allow you to to
1: it's not that they'd ever have to see it or anything like that but like knowledge is just knowing yeah you know and when they sometimes knowing is enough for people to not want that really and I understand that too because like uh you know uh if I was the girl and, like, my man was like me or whatever, and I was great and all that, but there's guy number two, and he's just like me, but he doesn't do that, you know, and you might be inclined to go for guy number two.
0: Yeah, and you've actually had relationships where you've had that part of your life, but they never saw it. Yeah, yeah. And, how, and how how was that?
1: Uh, it, one was really bad, like, uh, it, they used that situation to the tilt like, uh, blackmail, bribes. Uh,
0: After oneself, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it was just as an opportunity for them to use me, right? And, and uh, it's something that, at the time, nobody could ever dare know. Like right. if It was the end of my world. I would kill myself instantly if they got out, right? Um, that's how bad I was with it. But, but
0: she, it was the relationship didn't... Can't, tank because of that no she just ended it, it was just it. something it's just something that was yeah. used later on yeah. Right. but yeah. uh, but she knew and she knew that you did that but she never actually was in that world she didn't go with you to the club or whatever and, and indulge with you side by side it was just something that you would do off on your own and come back basically yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. To me, that's just an interest. <laughs> in a relationship, it's an interest. Usually, it's like everybody is so wrapped up in each other that you immerse, each in, in, immerse into each other's lives. And uh, so it's kind of... It's a. Since, since then, all of
1: my relationships have been good that way, though, where where I could do that if, you know, and it was all cool.
0: Everything was good. Right? And then, so the 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 struggle that you have now is is in a relationship part of it but is there is there resources that that you've been able to go to like you know do uh, psychologists or groups or um to give you the tools basically to cope with it and uh um learn, either learn to live with it or analyze you know like is what resources do you have as a as somebody that's that has that I shouldn't say has it because not, that sounds like you have some sort of disease which yeah. it's not obviously, but um an, what, what outlets do you have to 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 reach out to Well
1: what I did do because i did uh, I did fear for my mental health and uh, there's people I need to be around for and live for so I was worried about suicide and stuff like that so I knew I really needed to address it and uh, everything I was reading and doing didn't seem to be working, so I, I did go to uh, a psychologist. Uh, there's uh, Insight Psychological, and they have psychologists that are trained in this field, like, and that and, uh, and was pretty helpful uh, at the beginning, and, uh, you know, to put that demon away, kind of you know, the, the suicidal thoughts. And then after that, honestly, it was just fortunate to have some really good friends who were able to make me look out of the black and start seeing a little bit of light. And then I, through process, and it was actually hard work, a lot of introspection and uh, being honest with myself and stuff like that. And uh, it was hard to get good with it. And, uh, but in doing that, the black started disappearing It came, you know, a little corner of gray came and then, you know, everything was gray and then more white started coming. It was kind of like, then uh, depression lifted kind of thing, right? There's still a little bit of it there always with me, but I'm, I'm able to defeat it by doing positive things, but, uh, doing negative things like, you know, drinking and stuff like that will definitely open that door, but, uh, but yeah, that, I went to Insight for the psychological help and then uh, and actually Illusion's just talking to, like there weren't people just like me, there's varying degrees, like I said, you know, like from like dude in the wig to, you know, as close to transgender as you can get kind of people being there. And uh, so I would just talk to the ones that were most like me and, and that was very helpful, especially the, the one individual who was straight and, you know, and very much led their life exactly like mine, but they were a lot more out with it, a lot more, it was a bigger part of their life, but uh, even still, like it, it helped me a lot, and it helped me see that I wasn't alone, and that, uh, you know, uh, here's this other person who's just like me, and normal, and smart, intelligent, successful, and, and all that, and that just has this quirk with them too, or whatever, this oddity, or whatever it is, right? And I know from everything I've read about it, and all that, that there are piles and piles and piles of thousands of straight men, in marriages that, that that do this right, but uh, they're not going to go to a club or anything like that. They just they keep it at home, and that's how I was most of my life too, right? Like it, it just stayed private and an in-house kind of thing. Right?
0: I would imagine, like what you were saying with the one that you that you kind of connected with at the club, or. What is it? Is it a cl- like, I don't know what Illusions oh, it's, is.
1: It's, it's like a... It's a social club. Mm-hmm. And it's out by Grand uh, in there. And they get together, I think it's the first Friday of every month or second Friday of every month. And uh, it's mostly... It's mostly structured for people like me just to get together and they go out and they do shopping things or out for dinner and stuff like that. But... Uh, for me what i got from it, it was more just finding people like
0: me and uh yeah the people that you can see yourself in basically that aren't yeah. like the big guy that's just dressing up and looking odd you, you are intelligent uh you, you the acceptance of seeing other people that are that are you essentially yeah. it, it, and, and i can imagine that would be quite liberating or in, or, or really not necessarily liberating, but it would make you feel a lot more comfortable knowing that they're...
1: Less, less alone, less yeah. weird, you know. Uh, I know it's still weird, and I get it. Like, I get it somebody somebody's thought, maybe, like, oh, that's weird or whatever, right? But uh, a lot of people like weird, which is, you know, kind of good, too, right? But, so I know, like, I know I'm going to get both sides of it. And I'm going to get the people that are, like, you're a freak, you know, die, whatever. You know, and then they are going to get the people like, oh, wow, that's really cool, you know, and, let's go get it coffee
0: or something no, no I yeah that's it's, it's I, th- I think knowledge is power and then having having conversations like this is important so that if anybody's out there that is has a kid has a partner has um, somebody that they know that is struggling through through it you know there are avenues they're not alone um, and you know
1: these it, days it's
0: a lot better, like, uh, you know, when I was growing up, it was unheard of, you know, and now it's, shit, you know, you got Well, yeah, you were saying that the The, the, the youth girl is a guy right now, you know. Right, like, yes. You know, so. And you are saying even with the youth that's coming up, you know, everybody slags the, the, the youth, but I have nothing but positive th- thoughts about that generation that's coming up because they are open... They know a lot of stuff is just bullshit rhetoric and... Less racism, less racism, right. less... Yeah, it's obvious know, to classy. them, basically, that these things shouldn't be an issue. But for the older generations, you know, it's been instilled in our brains that uh, we can't, can't think, be as open as we should. Whereas the youth right now, I truly believe that this is probably one of the best generations coming up for openness, for, you know, wanting equality and acceptance and that so it's it's great and it's 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 great to see that society is slowly you know shifting and uh and that but um i'm glad you came on i know this is probably a bit nerve-wracking for you but i thought it was an important you know when you came out to me we had a good long talk and uh i'm pretty easy going so uh, I've like I said to you, when you yeah. said it, I don't give a shit. Yeah. It, to me, it's all about whether you're a good person or not to other people, and and that is what's important. I don't anything else is is really triv- trivial. But uh, I'm glad that you came, and I know it was a big deal. Probably, I'm yep. going to assume you were yeah, a yeah, little yes. bit nerve wracking, yeah. and uh, I appreciate it. I'm glad, um, you know, hopefully we can have another one of these in the future, and 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 add to it. So.
1: Yeah, hope it helps uh,
0: anybody out there that deals with it or deals with somebody with it or whatever. Awesome. All right, so the, that's uh, that's the end of this podcast. Uh, stay tuned. So I'm gonna be doing um, one more video towards the twelve series of um, business owners' guides to personal bankruptcy. It'll be the second podcast on marketing, and uh, I'm gonna try to get as in depth as possible without sounding boring on that so stay tuned for that and um, keep keep listening we'll talk to you later thank you